This is Rising Up with Sonali, and I'm your host, Sonali Kolhatkar. You can watch this program on Free Speech TV and listen to it on community and independent radio stations nationwide. Unprecedented floods are devastating Pakistan. More than a thousand people have been killed, and 30 million people at least have been affected since June. The deadly summer rains have filled reservoirs and water supplies to 600% of their capacity. At the same time as California, where I live, is experiencing a devastating drought and triple-digit temperatures. Well, there's also another major difference between Pakistan and California, which is that the South Asian nation has contributed a mere fraction of the greenhouse gases responsible for catastrophic climate change, while wealthy nations like the U.S. have had a far larger per capita carbon footprint. We go now to Pakistan to speak with Zulfikar Kunbar. He is a Karachi-based freelance multimedia journalist who covers subjects like climate change, environment, wildlife, human rights, and more. Welcome to the program, Zulfikar. Thank you, Sonali, for having me. So first, tell me, um, how do you explain the extent of the disaster to a Western audience? It is unfathomable what all that we see are the photographs of devastation can you give me a brief sense of what it's like to be in pakistan right now yeah uh, uh, the uh, the rains the monsoon rains which started on june 14 this year uh, they have been so far very devastating for the whole country especially the two provinces I mean, the lower Pakistan, Sindh and Balochistan provinces. So far, uh, over 1,300 people have been killed. 33 millions have been affected. These are the figures of National uh, I mean, Disaster Agency, NDMA, that's called National Disaster Management Authority. Uh, the things are very critical. I've been to, I've been to, uh, I mean, six to seven districts of the, of the right side of the river, uh, like uh, Jamshoro, Dadu, uh, Noshero Feroz, uh, like uh, Shikarpur, Sakhar. So these are the uh, very, very uh, critical situation they are facing in terms of uh, uh, agriculture loss and the livelihood loss. So there were standing crops, there were damage, houses were like fallen, and uh, that, uh, that brought uh, the people on very large extent to the roads, Sonali. Now, Pakistan is an agricultural country, and normally you rely on monsoons to water the crops. What has happened to this year's crops? Actually, uh, uh, this year, especially lower Pakistan, again, Sindh and Balochistan, uh, like, uh, I mean, uh, let me explain. The Sindh is second most populous uh, province of Pakistan with 47 million people. It is also second most uh, agriculture country and contributes around 33, one third of the agriculture production. So what happened in, in Sindh was in 2002, it was, it was at, from the start, uh, uh, you know, Pakistan was included in 33 climate, uh, 33 drought uh, hit countries list. So what happened was uh, in the in the in the start uh, when winter crops uh, the, there was a time of winter crops or late winter crops. So there was shortage of water. So as the dry drought situation was there, and uh, that decreased the area of cultivation. And also affected when the when it came to the harvesting, uh, 
uh, some of the crops i mean in the last stages they also wanted some uh, water and uh, so like we talk about the wheat uh, since pakistan is an agriculture country so wheat is a very important commodity and important uh, crop of pakistan so what happened was uh, unfriendly environmental uh, moisture and all conditions that uh, that decreased the uh, wheat crop so naturally pakistan exports the wheat, wheat crops most of the times but uh, uh, this year pakistan has to import the wheat uh, so things went on so when it came to the monsoon time the summer time uh, the crops were, they were they were uh, like uh, at the start of the uh, monsoon rains I, as i told you from the june, uh, june 14 to, uh, 2022 so rains came and they were uh, unprecedented i mean for, uh, as per records as per official records in sindh and baluchistan provinces there were six times more rains than their average of 30 years so that was the magnitude uh, on the other side uh, there were some issues of drainage as well i mean there was poor infrastructure uh, pakistan is uh, uh, like said to be eighth most climate change affected countries so uh, uh, i mean one can assume or one hopes that the prep uh, preparedness should also be according to that but uh, i mean there yes there were some issues uh, to 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 drain out the water the rain water because uh, rain came uh, like in normal in normal monsoon uh, there could be uh, there would be four uh, good spells but this time the the volume was double around eight uh, uh, spells however there was a gap of four to five times or maybe week in every uh, next spell so that time could have been consumed to drain out the water so basically uh, the the this part of uh, country is uh, facing the curse of nature and the mismanagement at some level so nali <clears throat> Let's also talk about how uh, you mean, there's, there's the issue of international politics and the international contributions to climate change. And then there's the national politics within Pakistan. So first, let's talk broadly about international politics. I mentioned in my introduction that Pakistan has not contributed very much at all to global warming, whereas countries in the West, like the United States, have per capita contributed so much more to the climate crisis. And yet we see uh, poorer nations like Pakistan bearing a bigger cost. How is that being felt in Pakistan? Is there a discussion of that injustice? Uh, frankly, telling you, uh, yes. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, although climate change may not be that hot topic, I mean, um, uh, maybe there's uh, there's not such awareness climate time uh, climate change term i mean yes to some extent in media uh, the ngos discussion uh, the academia uh, i mean yes people talk about uh, when they talk about they uh, talk about the points you raised right now because pakistan is not uh, or pakistan very uh, less contributor to the world's uh, total uh, i mean emissions of the greenhouse gases but yes there, uh, I mean, expectation could be high. I mean, when uh, it 
uh, when it comes to the, the the effects so people are now realizing that uh, this is the this is the prices uh, price of the of the of the sin which they haven't perhaps paid so yes uh, and that it 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 it, it takes the uh, like uh, hopes uh, or expectations high i mean to to get the uh, i mean world agencies donor agencies to step in and to help them so let's now uh, turn to national politics there has been you know pakistan has a has a long history of turmoil politically there was recently turmoil as well with uh, uh prime minister imran khan being ousted a lot of political ups and downs and upheaval how has the national government been response responding to the crisis and are there any uh, also if you can add to how local governments for example in the sindh province are responding is there an adequate response or are they saying they don't have the resources to help yeah pakistan has been uh, facing the political turmoil but economic turmoil as well you saw we uh, i mean the rise of uh, usd as compared to the uh, pakistani rupee it touched highest level i mean to 20 rupees or more than 220 rupees still it is more or less same so and uh, then there is a price hike also so uh, i mean government has uh, government of pakistan i mean whether the present government the previous governments uh, any government i mean they, they had been uh, facing the challenges economic challenges especially especially to deal the crisis like this and uh, when it when it comes to i mean uh, government structures at lower level like to, you talked about the uh, provincial level yes things are i mean uh, up to not uh, up to not that standard which they should be this is what experts thinks this is what uh, people from many uh, all walks uh, all walks of the life they they opine that uh, since as we say pakistan is climate change hit country leading one of the leading hit country so things or preparedness should be that high which 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 we lack yeah what is the difference in how people who are lower income the working poor the farmers uh, how they are dealing with the crisis compared to Pakistan's upper middle classes or wealthy classes. Are you seeing that economic divide play out right now? Uh, yeah, uh, because uh, as I told you, uh, I was, uh, I mean, I'm in Karachi, but uh, I mean, uh, to, uh, this morning uh, I was in uh, uh, lower districts the, the the northern districts basically the most affected districts uh, actually rain affected uh, i mean uh, the more poorest of the poor in it, in terms they lost the livelihood they lost the agriculture and they lost the houses basically so um, and they mo they are most of the uh, mud houses which have fallen uh, it takes you know uh, i mean if you if you lost uh, if, if you lose a crop that's of seasonal I mean damage, but if you lose a, a, a house, that means you have to pay for years to come. So this is happening to the to the Pakistani people. I mean, I mean, actually, uh, you may divide it with the uh, within like haves and have nots. So poorest of the poor who are already uh, they are facing the worst uh, economic crisis. I mean, from generation to generation, they are the most. Uh, vulnerable and the most victims of this crisis 
I mean, they are homeless. They are, they are um, uh, as per uh, national uh, figures, there are 16, uh, 1.6 million houses. They, they have been washed away in all, all our country. And around 7 lakh people, they are, they are living on the roads on the on the in the makeshift tents and, and in the miserable conditions and they claim they 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 complain in fact that there is no i mean there is no help being offered to them uh, uh, especially the volume uh, they are facing uh, the volume of uh, i mean uh, disaster they are failing facing are women also disproportionately impacted a poor women because when you have displacement like this often poor women's safety is at stake yeah um, i mean uh, women uh, uh, 51% of the population uh, they are the most vulnerable class and uh, uh, they are uh, they are the ones who are facing the challenges uh, if you take the example of agriculture in agriculture around 60% of the population of the agriculture working class is women so if agriculture there is an agriculture there is a massive agriculture loss that automatically it means you you need simple maths that that the, the most affected class is women who are who are who become jobless and for them for and they they are they they don't know i mean about the future because the water is, is, is still uh, standing in the crops uh, the the crops vanished the crops gone and the next crop they don't know so it means it, it, it's like a it's uh, the damage that the damage is double as uh, as far as uh, the crops are concerned what sort of international aid is pakistan getting and is it meeting the need what it, you know is there are there calls for the international community to come through you know, there's also, of course, the broader, longer-term discussion around climate reparations. But at least in the short term, what's the status of international aid for Pakistan right now? Uh, United Nations, including the Secretary General, uh, I mean, uh, Secretary General has appealed to the nations, and uh, uh, like uh, they have, he has appealed to the nations uh, to to come out and uh, to help Pakistan uh, in the need hour. Uh, yes, some uh, some help has arrived uh, in the form of goods, uh, relief packages, and all that. And it's a, it's a lot to come. But again, this is a huge crisis. I mean, uh, the last one was Pakistan faced was 2010 floods. But this is massive. I mean, this is this will hit this will hit the generations to come and this uh, people are not aware people not uh, people not sure sorry people are sure that how, how would they come out of this crisis economically and you know uh, with, with all respects yeah well finally uh Zofikar, what should americans know about what's happening in pakistan and 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 what sort of solidarity do you hope we can have we're here on the other side of the planet. We're also experiencing climate crisis, but what, you're, what Pakistan is experiencing is disproportionately worse, even though Pakistan has contributed disproportionately less to the situation of the climate. Uh, do you have a message for us Americans? I mean, um, uh, the Pakistani leadership, the political leadership, uh, that he has, uh, they have appealed uh, United, uh, I mean, all over the world, to, to come out and to help them. Yes, that also includes uh, nations like America, USA. Uh, so why not? I mean, uh, the expectations are high. USA has, uh, in the past, 
uh, they have also uh, came to help us so uh, authorities at, at authorities level the expectations are that that it, it is the it is the world community that that would come forward and to help uh, us in the need of the arm sonali well i want to thank you so much for joining us today and i wish you the best of luck really appreciate your time thank you I've been speaking with Zulfikar Kunbhar. He is a Karachi, Pakistan-based freelance multimedia journalist who is a, an expert on climate change, environment, wildlife, human rights, and more. I'm Sonali Kolhatkar, and you can access this and other interviews on our website, risingupwithsonali.com, by becoming a subscriber. Find our audio podcast on iTunes and Spotify, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Are You With Sonali.